What's going on? You're tuning in to Pick 6. New edition, no David this week. That's kind of a, a shocker. We have no one to really produce it. So, uh, and no really hot takes. And this would have been a great, you know. I know, with the Cowboys. Oh, that was so, we're going to get to Cowboys in just a second. I know, second. but if David was here, that would have been fantastic. He would have been fired oh, yeah. up. He would have rambled on for forever. So, uh, shout out to David, because it looks like your team's not going to make the postseason. But anyways, let's talk to a team that <laughs> still is somehow in the running. But they, they had a shockingly, I wouldn't label it a good win, but they came no. out on top. But I will say, he actually had an okay game. Mitchell Trubisky in the Bears beat the Lions 24-20. Trubisky, 29 for 38, 338 yards, three touchdowns. He had you know one interception. It was against the third worst pass defense in football. But, Jeff, is there, do you still have faith with this team moving forward? Do you think they can actually <laughs> squeak into a playoff spot? Or you, you already know. This is almost like, let's see what Mitch can do before they move on. I'm not giving up today, Nolan. I'm not oh giving up. I am goodness. not defeated. You know, when we when you see performances like this out of Mitchell Trubisky, you know, I said it before to you guys, and you guys didn't believe me. You guys called me an idiot. Maybe I am an idiot, but I still believe <laughs> that Mitchell Trubisky has more potential than a guy like Jared Goff. Like, if he was in an offense like Sean McVay's offense, he would oh, he kill loves, it. Because, he loves bringing this take because out. He Because he, he, he has the talent. You see it there. You can see him make the throws. He's got the athleticism. He's got a decent enough arm to do, to, to do all these sorts of things. I think he's just, you know, it's just mentally, you know, can't. Can he, you know, can he, like, is, is he riding hot? Like, if, if he's not, like, hot and he's not feeling good and he's not f- feeling great about himself, then, you know, he's just, a t- he's just a terrible quarterback. But when he's on, and you know, then he can, you know, somehow overcome those terrible mechanical issues that he has. And realistically, I think the defense is really what can keep him in there and the talent and scheme that they have on offense. As long as everybody's, you know, not biting each- at each other's heels, it seems like, in the Bears locker room. It seems like this team can really get it done. So I have a little bit of faith that we may be able to sneak in there with a little bit of luck and a little bit of help, probably from your, from your Minnesota Vikings. Okay, well, that's not going to happen, Jeff. But uh, to me, Jared Goff and Mr. Trubisky, it's not a bad comparison. Obviously, you know, Goff goes number one, Trubisky goes number two. Um, in, in obviously, you know, two drafts, 16 and 17. But Goff has certain plays and schemes that, where he looks terrific. Play action, mm. it's almost like Kirk, where he's unbelievable. When he's throwing, you know, outside corner, like a, obviously a corner to the sidelines or, you know, an out to the sidelines, he's really good on that. But when he faces pressure, it, it just, everything falls apart. And to Trubisky, where do you see him succeed? Like, I, I don't know a certain player, a certain throw where he goes, oh, Trubisky does this phenomenal. Like, to me, when I, I hated watching the Bears versus Vikings like games over the last two years because he hurts them with their legs, but they're not using it enough. Yeah. I don't know why they just don't do more bootlegs or more at least read option or something and go pick up your six yards and scramble because that's where he hurts teams. I I, I think I, gr- I agree with that. I, I believe that, you know, I've always said that Mitchell Drabisky is a really good uh, runner for a quarterback. He's a really good dual threat in that sense, but here's the thing. It doesn't. It never matters how how skilled you are in one area. All that matters is what you're comfortable with. And I see Mitch Trubisky, especially as the injuries have started to pile up, those shoulder injuries especially, he's kind of, you know, and you saw it big time in this game, he shies away from hits. There was a clear, easy... Um, oh, yeah, there was one that you were Yeah, that should have been a penalty for sure. Yeah, and there, and there was a, like a clear and obvious like first down he could have gotten. He yeah, just, that he, one. Yeah. And he, sh- he ran right away from the hit, to, went back a couple yards too. So it's really all about his mentality. And that's what I was speaking to before about his confidence. And when Matt Nagy benched him, I mean, I don't know what the hell that's supposed to do for the guy's confidence and look you're trying to get to the playoffs and if you're Matt Nagy you got to be thinking to yourself 
I, I all I have right now is Russell Trubisky. I don't have a, have a lot of cap room. It's going to be really tough for me to bring another quarterback in. I got to do what I can to make sure I keep my job because I'm not sure that Matt Nagy could sustain this over another season or two. If I may say, uh, I think Matt Nagy, if he doesn't figure it out, because I think they're going to hold on to him just because of the success last year. Uh, some of that should be credited to Vic Fangio as well. They got, and I've been saying this, I've been pounding on the table for weeks now, give the ball to David Montgomery more, mm. right? And you saw what happened, 16 carries, 75 yards. He had a receiving touchdown. And when you're facing a really bad defense like Detroit, they maybe would have been out of trouble, you know, earlier in the game if it wasn't, you know, if they would just would have given the rock more to Montgomery. To me, that was like the only kind of glaring thing that was a little odd. Now, there's going to be a glaring situation in Detroit too. And Bradshaw, you can touch on this, obviously. Matt Patricia, former yeah. uh, Pats guy, I don't think it's working out, and the quarterback situation is going to be tough, too, because David Blau, I don't think this guy's a starter. No, but at, he at looked all. decent. He looked okay, I for guess sure. a pretty good defense, too. Exactly. Yeah, definitely, if, if Driscoll's, I mean, even if Driscoll's healthy next week, I'd still start Blau over Driscoll. Uh, oh, absolutely. Driscoll looked awful against the Redskins, too. He looked terrible. Yeah, he, he was really bad. So, yeah, three picks. Blau's already better than him. Matt Stafford, he's due $15 million next year, and after that, mm. there's a potential out for him, $10 million dead cap, mm. that the uh, Lions would have to take, but... Like, I can't see it. There's no I, – I don't see the future for this team. Their defense yeah. is – Nothing have, special. There's a couple nice guys. Darius Slay. Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers, too. There's a couple nice pieces, but it just seems like one of those teams that is just kind of spinning their wheels, right? There's no real future there. And, you know, like, I think you mentioned this, uh, Jeff, off-air. They're not good, but they're not good enough to – oh, no, some, one of my friends mentioned they're just not good enough to rebuild either. Like they're, not, sure. they're not bad enough to like want to go for a rebuild. They're not. They're like in that they very seem, yeah. They bad seem very competent. Spot. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you thought I think they thought Matt Patricia would be able to turn that defense around a little bit, but I don't know what they were expecting. None of his defenses were anything special in New England. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the talent that they that they kind of have this year. But even still, I was a little surprised that they, like they were expecting to really turn around defense that was never really spectacular. And it was after they had Jim Caldwell who had three winning seasons with their team. Yeah, he never should have been fired. So that I was I, a surprise. That was a surprise one for sure. That was yeah, definitely a surprise, but. Yeah, it just seems like this, this is kind of like a, just a middle-of-the-road team. I don't know what their future is. I, you, I don't think you can continue. Stafford's not really the guy who's going to win you a championship. Mm-mm. But at, what's the alternative if you don't have Stafford, right? Are you going to tank? They still have pieces there. I think they've invested in their O line a little bit. Yeah. And their uh, savers in the draft. Well. Kenny Galladay has been absolutely Carry terrific. Johnson's he, pretty good. Uh, shout out to your Bears. What was the coverage on any of the plays <laughs> to Kenny Galladay? It didn't yeah. make any sense. That's <laughs> yeah. their only weapon right now. Marvin yeah. Jones, okay. But Kerryon Johnson can't really stay healthy yeah. on the field. So, Bradshaw, you know, I'm giving you all the reins. You are the new GM for <laughs> the Detroit Lions. What do you do to get this team moving forward in the following years? Moving forward, I think you got to move backward before you move you go forward. For, with, you with, go the line, with the lines, I think you have to. Sure. Because, like, like I said, you're not really, you're not confident in Matt Stafford to be your quarterback long term. I don't think he's he's not going to be getting any better. He's kind of getting up. He's kind of getting older. So I don't think he's really the future there. Obviously, David Blau, as you mentioned, isn't going to be the future either. But I think you start with letting letting Matt Stafford go, seeing what you can get from Matt Stafford. I think you have to let Matt Patricia go. I don't think he's For the sure. answer. At, I don't think he's the answer with your head at, with the uh, head coaching staff there either. And then you start trying to rebuild your defense. The defense is clearly a problem. Oh yeah. If you're letting Mitch, no offense, Jeff, but if you're letting Mitch Trubisky have that good of a game, your defense is probably an issue. Mm-hmm. Anthony so, Miller had a good game. Anthony, he, I, yeah, love, I love good. Anthony Miller. I, I, to, I told you if he was if he had a better quarterback, <laughs> I think Anthony Miller would be really good. He, has, he throws a lot of flashes, but yeah, I think you got to start work on start rebuilding that defense too. I, Darius Slay's kind of falling off in these last couple of years too. I know there were rumors before the season of them looking to like even release him just because just because of his cap number. So. I, I do like him though. I, I, I think he's Darius a really Slay. good corner. Yeah, so do I. 
You know, it's funny, like the, the Lions too, I mean, okay, looking at some of their first round picks over the past couple of years, you know, you got Ebron, you got, uh, you know, Hawkinson, and then just, you know, a host of running backs that have never, have not succeeded at all. Well, yeah, remember they had that, they had that streak for the longest time of never having a hundred yard rusher. Yeah. It, like, I don't, I don't yeah. know what it is with, with that. And then even like the receivers, you know, they're, they're just somehow p- pulling them out of thin air, it seems like at, at times, right? They just never seem to hit on anything. And it really just seems more like bad luck. Yeah. Like, because it's it, we know like drafting. We we've, we've said this before. Drafting's not an exact science. It's really yeah. hard to predict how somebody's going to be good. And when you look at the guys that they picked, like Eric Ebron's doing good things in, in over in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they picked bad players. It's just maybe bad timing, or maybe they're just not using them properly. Could be that. I think they need. Obviously, we'll move on from Detroit and Chicago because really, who cares about these teams other than Jeff? But. <laughs> They haven't had a thousand yard rusher since 2013, Reggie Bush. So if Karrion Johnson is the answer, sure, you just got to make sure and keep him healthy because yeah. soon enough they'll move on from him. Mm-hmm. They need something exciting and just bring in a really offensive minded coach. I know they have to fix the defense, but I feel like offense sells the tickets. And yeah. Matt Patricia isn't the guy. Matt no. Patricia wasn't even that great in New England. You think about it, their no, defense yeah. got better as he, you know, yeah. got pushed out the door and obviously ended up in Detroit. Uh, let's move on to. Probably the game of the day that everyone was focused on. You know, obviously it would be nice if David was here. I think that Jets loss was probably the worst loss of the year for the Cowboys. This would be the second one because this yeah. this one definitely I think puts them in the grave. Bills are third versus the pass and thirteenth versus the run, and they decided to give it to Ezekiel Elliott twelve times. Uh, you know, on the ground that and he was averaging like six yards a carry. Yeah. And he hadn't been really good. We haven't seen those, you know, flashes where Zeke looks like one of the better running backs in football. There was times in this game where he, it was mm-hmm. like, "Damn, he's back!" Mm-hmm. And especially against a pretty good Bills team. But I don't know. And Bradshaw, I'll come to you because Dak Prescott's your guy. You really like Dak Prescott. I still do love Dak Prescott. He was not great in this game. No, he had the, the turnovers. The turnovers this whole year have been a problem for him because really the last few years, the, like everyone's one of my main things with Dak was he can keep he can take care of the football. That was one of the main things with that. You never put up the gaudy numbers, but he always took care of the football. This game and this season, really, he's, I think this is already the he's already passed his career high for interceptions. He had two was it two fumbles or one? Yeah, I checked the stats. I thought it was two because I thought it was two strip sacks, one by Ed Oliver and I think uh, they I think the Cowboys recovered the other one then, or did it just show up as one fumble in total? Maybe showed up as one. No, it was two fumbles. One was recovered. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what. It was. Yeah, he fumbled twice and they recovered one, and he almost threw another pick, but it got called back. Yeah. So I, I I still think he's the right quarterback for them. I I like what they I like I like what Kellen Moore's done with their offense this year. They had them like coming into last week or coming into this week. Sorry, they had the most yards sure. to, total on total offense. Dak's putting up the best numbers of his career aside from the turnover numbers, but that's also because he's throwing more. Yeah. But the downside of that is they're not using Zeke on the ground nearly as much as they used to. They gave him the, they threw the ball to him a lot. I think he had seven catches in, in this game. And yeah. And they're using him through the air a little bit more, but. They, he's the, clearly the focal point of this offense. He's clearly the best player in this offense. You need to get him involved on the ground way more than 12 times. It, yeah, it didn't make sense to me. Credit to Buffalo because they played really well and someone mm-hmm. who obviously shined a little bit, Josh Allen. I'm loving the play of Josh Allen recently. <laughs> so, Jeff, you got to pick one to lead your franchise, Josh Allen or Mitchell Trubisky. I'm still taking Mitchell Oh, Trubisky. my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, but what, wait, what did Dallas do as a, like such a talented defense? What did they oh. do to stop him? They made life so easy for Josh Allen did, back yeah. there. There was no pressure around him. He like the entire defensive line just disappeared at times when they were when they were trying to pressure him. The cornerbacks and the safeties did not cover well. The cor- the safeties didn't tackle as per usual with Dallas. So I just I, I mean, look, he, he played a, a good game. He didn't whiff on anything, which he shouldn't. Right. When receivers are wide open. But like, you know, I just don't. 
Josh Allen has never really impressed me. Like physically, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't have any throws yesterday that impressed you. Aesthetically, he he's not like wow. It's like oh, like they sorry like like sorry. I mean like aesthetically, he he's he is pleasing. You say oh wow, the ball just flies off his hands. It's like one of those things where you see where people used to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's got the prettiest ball in the world. But like and, and Josh Allen's sort of the same thing. He was he was accurate. He was good. But like I just think that coming in there, you know, Dallas didn't do anything to rattle his cage at all. And and I think if you do, you'll see the typical Josh Allen that we all know and love. So is John That's Brown the best quarterback in Buffalo? Oh, guys, are you serious? <laughs> like, like, uh, what, what, what's the beef with Josh Allen? Because last year, obviously, it was, oh, the accuracy issues, and he, he was bad, and sometimes he's improved a ton. Well, he's definitely improved. This year. Yeah, yeah, 100%. There was a one throw, I believe it was third and 13, and from his own end zone, scrambles out, sidearm, basically, and hits, was it John Brown or was it Foster in stride right at the end? I think it was Foster. Oh, my God. I, I thought that was, like, very impressive to me. Mitchell Trubisky's played, uh, what, obviously, another full season, so... 13 more, the 13 more games than Josh Allen. I just want to check Josh because Josh Allen can run damn yeah. well, too. We all know that. So oh, let me let me just check. Let's more go rushing. Who, Josh Allen? I, I, you could argue that, I think. He is what? More injury prone. Josh they bo- Allen? They're both pretty injury prone. He's just worried about his shoulder every single yeah. game, it seems like. <laughs> Okay, so 42 total touchdowns for Josh Allen and 50 for Mitchell Trubisky, and he's played a f- 13 more games, Trubisky. Yes. Yikes. Listen, guys, I believe in my guy. Not a great quarterback. Like, there you listen, I, I think if you're if you're if you're looking at like the bottom like five, those two are both in there. You think he's a bottom? You think no, Josh he's Allen's not a bottom, bottom five, five quarterback. Bottom five, yeah. No. Why? I can. Or I can you can name five all, worse right you now. Can certainly name five worse quarterbacks than him right now. Rosen, one. Yep. Darnold. I Darnold. I feel like yep. Rosen's got Baker. no help. Oh Baker. no! What? So you wait? You think Baker's Baker been worse this year? This year he's been worse. Who's who's better? You think <clears throat> Allen's better than Mayfield? This year, this year Allen's better than Mayfield. This year, for sure. Okay, but if, I'm saying I'm saying better quarterback this year. Sure. Okay, this year. But it, okay, as of right now, but, you look at quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't think Josh Allen's bottom five. No, neither do I. I, I would go bottom five. Do we say Joe Flacco's uh, starting quarterback? Either either one that Denver That's has. Is a, Anyone is, in Denver? Either, either one, even if it's Drew, Washington. Uh, Drew Locke starting this week, by the way. Oh, is that official now? Yeah, they brought him off. Uh, they, I, that's why I, I got an alert for it. Yeah, it said they're bringing nice. him off. They're bringing him off injury reserve. Who does Denver have this week? Uh, uh, Chargers, right? I think so. Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay, yeah, that should Chargers. be an interesting game. Yeah, that'll be fun. Drew Locke's probably not going to be very good. This, at least in, the, in oh, that I game. Oh, put, I put money. He looks better than uh, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers looks terrible. That's true. Philip Rivers hasn't been very. Anyways, okay, so let's go bottom five. Five worst quarterbacks. So anybody in Denver? Yes. Anybody in Washington? Anybody in Miami? Anybody in Miami? There's already three teams that you can just say they're already worse. I I, I would take He's, Fitzpatrick over, over Josh Allen. What? what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jeff, you're on this uh, hot take central. I Jesus, I know David's not here, but my God, listen, man. He's I, nine and three this year. <laughs> He's awful. <laughs> He's terrible. Oh. It's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Buffalo know. knows about Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I think every Buffalo fan would take Ryan Fitzpatrick Josh practically Allen. carried them for for a couple of years. There. That's what I'm and, saying, and, and, and they and, would still take Josh Allen over Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, and Buffalo's actually a decently talented team compared to the other ones in the in the mm-hmm. AFC. Also, Darnold's worse. Dalton's worse. Darnold's not worse. Darnold is worse than Josh Allen. No, he's look not. at the numbers. No, he's not. Oh man, I bet. Like, I, I just, I just believe he's better. Wh- what have you? I don't need to look at the numbers. Yeah, no, but no, I'm not saying, but, what, what do you see from Darnold's game that you go, boy, he's a lot better than Josh Allen? Because <laughs> I don't see. There's sometimes where he makes a good throw, but I still think his pocket presence and feet aren't that great. Josh Allen still has those struggles too. But with the arm that Allen has, and I know sometimes it's wild. Sometimes he'll throw a duck once in a while, but he can zip it in there. And if you remember, uh, obviously, I be- was it against Miami. 
who'd they play? Uh, or Denver. They played Denver the other week, oh, and yeah. he looked off the safety and then throws a dart right to um, John Brown. And it's like, man, that's like those throws where Mel Kiper Jr. goes, oh, this guy should go number one. And I, I was <laughs> hesitant, too. I go, oh, really? This guy from Wyoming that no one's even you know heard about and has uh, you know the issues, too? I think he's better than Darnold. If he takes another leap, he could end up being better than Baker Mayfield next year. Too. I, I think Darnold, I love Baker. I think Darnold's ball placement is a little bit better than Josh Allen's. I think Josh Allen can, like like you said, make some you know slightly wild throws. Like he'll get it to his guy, but it's not going to be the best ball you've ever seen or anything like that. I also think his improv- improvisational skills are just a whole heck of a lot better than than uh, than, than Josh Allen. So I just I just see like that. I mean, I think his game's never going to look that nice comparatively to Josh Allen where he's just like the standard pocket passer he's not and he's not having to do a lot you know especially with a great offensive line good reliable receivers and a defense that's always going to keep him within games whereas Darnold has absolutely none of that Josh Allen or Ryan Tannehill Jeff oh my god you shouldn't even be thinking about this I, to, I feel, to, I feel to, like they're pretty close, actually. To be honest, oh, Tannehill's goodness. actually been playing a little bit better. I don't, but yeah, it yeah, doesn't I, matter. No, Josh Allen's better than Ryan Tannehill. I, 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 don't, I don't know about N- that. N- okay, forget the one, obviously, run that Nick Foles had. Who's, who would you take right now, Josh Allen or Nick Foles? I'd never like Nick Foles. So, so you take Josh Allen? Yes. I would take, if you're going to say Nick Foles, I swear. Wait how, wait, how are you more clear Josh Allen over Nick Foles than you are Josh Allen over Ryan Tannehill? Ryan Tannehill's been terrible for his whole career, save for these two. Oh, well, he hasn't had much. Two, oh, my goodness. He's been, he was hey, awful you look, with Miami. You, you, oh, well, who do you have in Miami? He, who's he having? Who's he have in Tennessee? He's been okay. They've been winning yeah, games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like. He's had, he, a couple, he's had a couple. He's had a couple. He's had a nice stretch this season. Uh, so I'm still on. Josh Allen is I'm on the train. Josh Tannehill. Allen is better than Ryan Tannehill, but I think Tannehill right now is be- playing better football than Sam Darnold. If, if we're if we're saying sure. right now, which which is so oh, oh, right yeah right now right yeah. now yeah yeah, yeah. Ta- oh, like uh, he's playing better football right now than Sam Darnold. this year. I think Sam Darnold probably Josh will Allen's been better than Philip Rivers. He's been better than I'm sorry. He's been better than okay, nearly Phillip half the Rivers. Philip Rivers. Okay, uh, you know it's it's hard, it's hard. Who's to been better? You thought? Oh my goodness. Golf or I did at the beginning, and now he's just. God awful. I mean, I don't. I, I can't defend. Who's no, him. no. You can't defend. Okay, so no is, Ryan, is Ryan? Tan- so Ryan is Ryan Tannehill better than Josh Allen? Yes or no? I think they're pretty damn close. You're like that's you're insane. splitting. Yeah, that's Josh Allen or Goff right now? Oh, Goff. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Goff. So I, I still believe so right, right, right now. Right now. Okay. okay yeah, sorry. If, like if this you're season? saying right now. That's what I'm saying. Right. Oh, this yeah, 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 this sure. year, because that's where we, you know, you take Josh Allen stuff last year. And you take Lamar's stuff last year. You still saw signs where it's like, man, the accuracy issues. You know, he's not completing every single pass. I mean, he never really, they, like, they didn't really have like the fair the, the they, team around him that exactly. they wanted. They didn't invest like they yeah. are this year. But take, I don't think they were ready you take for almost him. Lamar over any single quarterback this year. Just basically. Like this season, Josh Allen is showing you signs that he's taking that leap. Obviously, okay, we'll move on because obviously, this, I, 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 we always need David here to discuss <laughs> it too. But um, Dallas, are they done? They got a tough schedule. They got your Bears, they got the Rams, and they have the Eagles too. That Eagles game is going to be huge. Mm. Are you counting Dallas out? I mean, I think they can. I think they can beat the Rams, and I think they can keep it very close, if not win that Eagles game. I don't think they look very convincing. So I, I think they can do it. I think they can yeah. win their division. That's all they need to do, right? Are you picking them to beat the Bears? No, uh, no, not picking. I, 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 I think the I think the Bears could have actually. Is that game in Chicago? That game, I don't know. Let's I'm check. pretty sure. It Come is. on, Jeff. Listen, man. You, you gotta know. You're your biggest Bears fan of all time. <laughs> Mike Ditka is, like, is your legend. Uh, it is in Chicago. Uh, I still, I still have Cowboys winning that game. I still, I, I yeah, still, home, to, home home field advantage doesn't matter for the for the Chicago. I don't Bears, know right? night game <laughs> night game in Chicago <laughs> though. Doesn't matter. It's the Bears. Yeah, no. I, I, why we'll are see. they flexing this? Trubisky's throwing <laughs> just, two picks to Byron I'm just, Jones. I'm just being honest. Like, why don't you flex this game? Yeah, they should. Hopefully, they do. Is that a Sunday netter? 
uh, oh, Sunday or Monday? Oh, it's Thursday. Oh, never mind. Oh, it's it's Thursday. Thursday. Ooh. Yeah, all right. the Bears are definitely losing that game. Yeah, it's a short week for them too. So, oh wait, no, they got a full week. Yeah, both teams have a full week. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think there, there's trouble in the locker room for Dallas. Obviously, you said they were screaming, and a lot of people thought it was Bennett. And I well, it's good. Th- they know they hate like, Garrett. It seems like that's the one guy on the team that has a pulse. Yeah, that's true. Everyone seems like they're dead. Like they just seem like they have no emotion. They just seem like they're content with like being a mediocre team right now. It's, they're a very talented team. I've been, I've, I'm so high on the Dallas oh, Cowboys. I, I think everyone knows that the talent's there. Yeah, it's that's just, the crazy part. The like, coaching paper, hurts it too. On paper, they're probably yeah. like one of the top five or six Absolutely. most talented teams for sure. And that's why I'm, I'm saying like the defense should have destroyed this like Buffalo Bills a, offense. They seem like they have an offensive coordinator that does a good job. Mm-hmm. Elmore seems like he does a pretty good job there. He's led them to a great offense, a great offensive year. It just really comes back to Jason Garrett and what is he doing? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, questionable calls. Um, and how's the defense but, gotten? Yeah. Defense gotten so much worse just in a season. I don't know. Too, like, this, they were good. Like, there's so much talent and athleticism on that defense. They seem like the perfect 2019 NFL defense. But has Van Der Esch been out so the last mediocre. two weeks? Though he, he has Van Der Esch been, has been yeah. out. But even then, you should yeah, still, exactly. still with yeah. Jalen Smith. Yeah, yeah. Jalen and, and Sean Lee's not a bad replacement. And that secondary is still really good. Like they still have so many athletes in that secondary. Yeah. I man, it's gonna be. So, are you thinking Dallas gets in too? Yeah, of course. I still, I, I don't know really? why. I, I still feel like, for me, this has turned into like my Falcons now, where I'm just like, I believe in you guys all. Like, yeah. Even though I probably shouldn't, but how can you? How can you realistically oh, no, sorry, count the them out? Like, what, what? Like, like, do you think that they're gonna go out? Because I, just I think don't... Philly wins it now. Philly oh, has Philly's the easiest. So bad. But dude, their schedule is the easiest in football over the next five games. I just facing? don't trust Carson. Oh, Wentz oh, right now. dude, it's awful. Like the Eagles. Let me go. Like, what do they have going for them right now, though? That's their that's what I'm saying. Their has been terrible, and their defense has been terrible. Car- I don't believe in Carson Wentz at all. Right Dolphins, now. Giants, Redskins, Cowboys in Philadelphia, Giants again. I oh, just don't believe. Jesus I, I just Christ. don't believe. They win every game except for, for potentially for the Cowboys. Unless, game, unless but it's in Philly, Danny Dimes actually shows up in in one of those two games. No, he might. I, I still think against no that way. defense, he might. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know because I think that, just that defense is so bad. Well, the secondary is awful. The yeah, it's just atrocious. NFC East is just like a soap opera every single year. It's the most covered division in football. It's yeah. hilarious. Because oh, all the big right. markets are there, right? Yeah, it's so funny though. All right, let, let's move on. Obviously, so I, I'm shocked. I, I bet Crosby would even say he thinks Philadelphia. He might. Well, he's. he's, he's <laughs> I think he's just he's he's so depressed with he his wants team right now. To yeah. get rid of Garrett. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Burn down the franchise. I think he'd prefer that they don't make the playoffs. Oh, so let's talk quickly. Obviously, let's go quick hitter Buffalo. They're going to get into the playoffs. We know oh, that yeah. they're going to be the five seed. Yeah, they're going to face Kansas City or Houston most likely. Are we giving them a chance? Well, I think we don't they, know. They, they better be praying that it's Kansas, uh, that it's Houston. I think so too. Yeah, they, they better be praying yeah, that it's Houston because Patrick Mahomes, I think, will just tear them apart. <sighs> Man, yeah, I think I think wow. Actually, I don't know. I think it could be because I don't know. Because Texans defense is awful. Yeah, both their defenses are bad. I mean, pass defense. Well, it, the, Bills the, the, have okay, pretty good defense. Their run defense has been. Eh. They're, but like the Kansas City pass defense. Oh, no, he, yeah, he meant the cat. He meant yeah, the oh, Kansas City pass defense is good. Their run defense is terrible. What are the Bills going to do? They're just going to run the down ball. Down Delvin Cook. Yeah, that's another discussion. Hey, that made me mad. All right, yeah, fantasy team, man. How long has it been since the Bills won a playoff game? Oh, very I'm pretty long. sure it's been since the nineties, hasn't yeah, it? It has ninety nine. Yeah. Wow. That yeah, might be their first funny. win. I don't I still don't think they will. I I, I don't can't the City, matchup though. The Kansas City lost to Tennessee and yeah. Buffalo beat Tennessee. So I know you can't really <laughs> compare. Going to logic with that. I yeah. go, oh well they beat you no, know, but I don't know. I think there's signs where if I mean the Browns beat the Ravens and the Ravens beat the Patriots. 
the Browns are better than the Patriots. Okay, yeah. All right, now you just make me look like an idiot. <laughs> uh, either way, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If it's Houston, it might be Tennessee. We don't know. It could end up being Tennessee. That'd be Ryan very funny. That'd be <laughs> very funny. But I'll have to jump on the Ryan Tannehill bandwagon if that happens. I uh, and I love Deshaun Watson. I I love him to death. I love DeAndre Hopkins. If the Bills, I'll say it right now. If the Bills end up facing the Texans, I think the Bills win that game. Oh, me too. Hmm. I, I, I don't I trust could, Texans defense. I, I don't trust Bill O'Brien at all. No. I'm and too... I love Deshaun, but I think he gets held back by that O-line sure. and by Bill O'Brien. There's yeah. so much talent on that offense aside from the offensive line. And the Bills are just going to run the ball and keep it out of Deshaun's yeah, exactly. hands as long as possible. You I'm... essentially have three running backs on that I'd team, love to so... see that game, though. I think that would be a really, really great game. I think that would be fun. Um, Maybe the Texans will have a big lead and then blow it. Oh, no. Sorry, the, is that the Colts? No, that's the Texans, isn't it? Colts. the Chiefs. Texans never just never have an ability to come back. Yeah, the Texans just building. don't play well in playoff games. Yeah. So... Uh, it seems like we're not scared about Houston at all. Let's move on to an NFC team in the game that happened yesterday. That game sucked, and I was actually really like, I didn't really, uh, say I didn't watch it till the end because I fell asleep because I'm you know lazy and old. But it, Atlanta, obviously, they convert three onside kicks. They, 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 like they make it a closer game than it really should have been. Yeah. Sean Payton, I hated you. Well, Michael Thomas deserved to get five catchers and fifty yards for every single game, and it, they stopped giving him the ball. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I, I stopped watching the game once Taysom Hill got that first touchdown. I was like, All right, I'm done. I'm out. I'm tired of the Taysom Hill hype. Oh my god! Thank you so, I'm so much. I'm tired of it. Like, oh. he, like he he blocked the. I was at the bar with my friends and we were just watching the first quarter because my buddy's a Bills fan. We watched the second half of that game, and we were there for the first quarter. And he blocked the kick, and they were all like people in, like I saw on the TV. They're freaking out about him. They're freaking out like, oh look at him! I and they showed up like a whole graphic of all the positions he plays on offense and how many snaps. And I'm like, I don't care. He's not good at any of them. He's not literally not good at any position. Uh, no, he's not. So, to me, put him on the Madden cover already, because there's everyone thinks this guy's a god. You, I know. If you are an awful defense, if you see this guy coming in the game, he's getting the ball almost yeah, every single time. Exactly. How it's third and one. He's running the ball. He's quarterback. <laughs> he's not throwing. Stop it. You, you can't even stop him for thirty yards. My favorite thing was when they had when they first got Teddy Bridgewater and all of the hype with like on any primetime game for the Saints. They're so like, oh, they they think Tyson Hill can be the quarterback of the future. No. It's Teddy Bridgewater, the quarterback of the future. It's right in front of you. I don't know how many times they've said uh, when it's you know primetime game. They go, "Hey, Taysom Hill." They say he's the fastest guy in the Saints. No way. <laughs> I absolutely my, not. I would what? put my money on uh, even though they said him with a broken leg. Oh is my god, Ted Ginn, Kamara. Kamara. Oh. <laughs> oh, it just it, uh, to me, I feel like it, it's just like, oh, here's that genius Sean Payton. Realistically, you're just putting a, an athletic guy on the field, and majority of the times, it doesn't work. Like, you're just taking the ball out of one of your playmakers' hands. You're taking the ball out of Drew Brees, oh Alvin Kamara, and Michael Thomas's hands every time you play on the field. I don't get it. It drives me nuts whenever that play happens. I feel, I feel like any opposing team would just seize that guy and just thinks, you know what? If we're if we're gonna get beat by one guy, let's just get beat by this guy because if because he's the least talented guy on the entire offense. See, I'd rather get beat by Kamara instead of this this guy who's not even that talented. He's just an athletic player, and you know it every time. If he's on the field, majority of the time, the play's going to him. Yeah. If he's lined up at wide receiver, I'm sorry, the ball's not going to him. Yeah. And, and the only time you see him, see him in motion, someone come down. Because you know, oh, it's either going to be a fake here, mm -hmm. a handoff, or a flip pass. And it was. Yeah. And you can't stop it. Oh, it, it drives he, I, me nuts. I, I, I cannot stand Taysom Nolan's, Nolan's calling all defensive coordinators to stop this man. Please. I, well, first someone of all, find I, I, Greg Williams. Oh Jesus. Atlanta's been actually playing okay defense. And yes, he was the one who hurt you. It wasn't Drew Brees. Yeah. It wasn't Kamara. And it wasn't Michael Thomas because for some reason they weren't throwing him. It was Taysom Hill, and, uh, and he's not even that good. He's not good at all. It drives me nuts. But, guys, I'm actually, uh, you know, maybe I'm on a, a hot take here. I'm really not scared of New Orleans. You've been seeing over the last couple of weeks, the Carolina game, I was on the Carolina train. Love Carolina. Me too. But 
they're not that talented, and they put up some points and actually should have beat New Orleans in that mm. game. And you look at Atlanta beat them in New Orleans, and Atlanta, you know, had some plays yesterday. Matt Ryan didn't have his best game, and somehow even, you know, onside kicks, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. New Orleans, to me, it doesn't scare me. I think it's literally Niners, Seahawks, and even as a Vikings guy, everyone Packers? else. Oh, not the Packers? Oh, come on. <laughs> Against the Niners. You're gonna... <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, oh, jeez. No. It seems like, yeah, it seems like there's a group, though, of, like, the Saints, the Packers, the Vikings. It's like That's, like, the next tier down. And, and you don't know which teams. team you're going to get. Yeah, right? no, they're they're all very bipolar. I I think I'd probably put the Saints just a bit above the Packers and the Vikings. Sure, just because I think I still think the talent playoff there is, success. And, yeah, and, and I, I, I do like Bruce, I still yeah. respect Sean Payton a lot, even with the Taysom Hill nonsense. But I I think I'd probably yeah I I, I think I have the same top two. Yeah, a separate tier for New Orleans on by themselves, and then the Packers and the Vikings. And I I don't know because it's kind of a similar obviously. Drew Brees is up here. Kirk Cousins is way lower. This season, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara. Receiver-wise, obviously, you give it to Michael Thomas, but if you have Thielen and Diggs healthy, that adds another dimension. Offensive line you give to the Saints. Run defense are pretty much equal in secondaries. Yeah, I believe the Saints are about 15th or 14th, and Vikings are 20th. Mm -hmm. So they're actually more equal than you think. Coaching-wise, I'll give it to Sean Payton, too. But if you're Sean Payton, you're throwing in Taysom Hill for ridiculous plays, the Vikings (laughs) are going to beat you at that. They they already sniffing out because I'm telling them obviously but <laughs> I, I just don't believe in them I, I think clearly I, I wouldn't want to face Seattle and I would not want to face Niners so it, it's going to be scary because obviously those two are in the same division whoever is getting that fifth seed yeah it's tough obviously well I guess it's going to end up being an NFC East team so it doesn't really matter that's true yeah <sighs> yeah that's a shame I wish <laughs> oh, I wish it would have been Green Bay so see, see, I think Seattle might be one of those better teams on the road Especially we saw what we saw in San Francisco. I just like I think Seattle is one of those teams. Like I don't even think it matters if they get the first round by or not. Mm. And it might be better for them to just keep streaking and keep going because you know that buy sometimes hurts guys when they kind of lose their momentum and everything okay. like that. That's so fair. to be honest with you, I would I don't think it matters where Seattle ends up. I know they don't probably don't agree with that. But one of the teams uh, obviously will move on. Uh, one of the teams that you know they're gonna have to prove how good they are on the road. And we're just mentioning them, San Francisco. We have mm. San Francisco in Baltimore. Might be the game of the year, to be honest. And it's at 1 o'clock. That sucks. Well, how do you not flex it? I guess, well, they didn't know how to... Well, yeah, you probably could have moved it down to 4 or something. But I know. Because you never see them moving a 1 o'clock game to an 8, eight o'clock game. And I get it. Texans and Patriots, that's intriguing too, yeah. but... And you have the whole connect. But I guess before the season, you didn't think that it was going to be this good of a game. But you can flex it any week. Yeah, that's true. They could have flexed it before. I don't know. It, it, it's weird... Maybe they just want it where it's you're stuck on the TV watching the 1 o'clock, the 4 o'clock, and the 8, eight o'clock. o'clock yeah. yeah. But either way... It's going to be a really good game. Could be a Super Bowl preview. I think mm-hmm. majority of us think Baltimore's probably in now, just the way they're playing football. Mm-hmm. And you know, unless they run into Tom Brady, who just suddenly starts going off, even though their offense has struggled a little bit. We'll get to that in a second. Are, are we all taking Baltimore here? Is someone going to take the Niners on the road? I don't. To me, this seems like a Jimmy Garoppolo game where he has to prove to everyone, "Hey, I, I can actually be not, not elite. I'm not putting in that category yet, but I'm better than mediocre. I'm better than the game manager. If he can do that on the road and steal a win, I, I might lock 49ers in. I mean, who? Okay, who's a better pass rusher, Nick Bosa or Aaron Donald? What? Well, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Right. Yeah. Right. And what did Aaron Donald do to Lamar Jackson last week? 
Well, that's I think that's a little bit different. I know, but at the same, you're saying you you think there's no I, shot. I just I just think like the guy that's gonna you know slow down Lamar Jackson. I mean, they have a whole host of defensive linemen, but if if, if anything's gonna slow down Lamar Jackson, because you have to slow him yep. down at this point, there is no way around it. You have like it's got to be Nick Bosa. You got to harass him. You got to either get him just completely running the entire game. Yeah. Right. Or or he's or he's gonna start dicing you because I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo to come back. Who 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 in the San Francisco secondary or their linebacking core can really tackle Lamar Jackson? I don't see a single person. Fred, the, Fred Warner might be the only one yeah, who's missing, capable. Missing Juan Alexander hurts that hurts. This one, yeah. yeah, like that's the biggest thing for me. I see like a lot of you know. I mean, obviously he's a great runner, but like it does it would help if there were a few good tacklers on the defense to just kind of you know not let him just gash you every single time he gets an open space. Now, if you think about it, this is the number one offense in football, number one run team in football. They, I, it's actually crazy to think they have sixty four yards. Uh, per game more than any other team in football. That's ridiculous. Isn't that nuts? It, it, so you have that against San Fran, who's the number one defense in football, but run-wise, they're 13th in the NFL. So I think the game plan for Baltimore is ground and pound, yeah, smash mouth yeah. the whole entire time. Because yeah. if Lamar, he, he really has improved as a passer. We all know mm-hmm. that. But we haven't really seen him against a really, really talented, you know, pass defense team. I know New England is one as well, but he used a lot of his legs in that game he too. He did, yeah. And, and like we said, we talked about after that game was that he uses legs a lot to, and he made the Patriots like he exposed them for being a pretty slow defense. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the 49ers defense. I think the 49ers defense they're a lot they're a lot more faster and younger and athletic than the Patriots defense is. That's true. So I think you'll see a bit. I think you'll see a bigger test in this one against the 49ers than you did against the Patriots for him running the ball at least. I think we said the 49ers have a really tough stretch. I mm-hmm. and I said they would go two and one in this stretch. We saw them destroy. Green Bay. Oh yeah, they're gonna have Baltimore this week. I'm picking Baltimore. I, I just think Baltimore at home. But when they Me face too. the Saints next week, I think they'll they'll beat the Saints. I, I still think they're surefire one of the best teams in football. But Baltimore is just on a different level. Are you picking Baltimore in this one too? Yeah, I don't see. I even. I mean, it's gonna be like a smash monthly. It's almost gonna be yeah, like one of those Pittsburgh school, Steelers yeah. Yeah. like Baltimore games. That's, that's how I see it. But yeah, I, I think I got to pick Baltimore, especially in, in Baltimore. I, I can't pick against them. I can't pick against my guy Lamar Jackson. Come on now. Yeah, he's gonna go. And I know it might be shocking. I'm actually gonna bench him in fantasy this week. Oh yeah, that's smart. Yeah. I, I have Aaron Rodgers against the Giants, so that was kind of like, you know what? That secondary sucks. Aaron Rodgers has to have a bounce back game, even though you know I can't stand the guy sometimes. Yeah, I'm sitting here with two uh, Aaron Rodgers haters. I forgot about that. Yeah, well, it's just you know NFC North. Yeah, you, of course. Yeah. If you're like a Lions fan or a Bears fan, you go. I actually like Aaron Rodgers. You're not a fan. Right, it just doesn't make <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Uh, so that's going to be game of the week, guys. Ravens Niners. I think we're all going to take Baltimore. That would yeah. be actually wild if the Niners pull off that upset. Yeah, and it's tough for those. It's always the thing about the West Coast teams coming east, right? That's always kind of a thing. I've never, I never truly believed in it, but it, it there are some numbers to support it. So I mean, I I, I, I think it goes both ways, yeah. right? It, yeah, oh, yeah, East Coast teams going west as well. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's go uh, the Sunday Nighter. We said this game probably could have been flexed, but it's not. Brad, I'll come to you. Um, Pats, Texans, the Patriots offense has not looked good. No, absolutely and, and not. Tom Brady has mentioned that a few times. This would be the game against this defense to kind of turn on the Jets, right? Yeah, uh, I think part of that, too, especially last week, they were missing some receivers. Mm. You saw Nikhil Harry get his first touchdown. That was like nice. That. And I hope that's. I hope they start throwing to him. They start using him more in the offense now that he's back. I think one of the concerns is there's a lot, not just offensive, but for the whole team, a lot of the guys are sick. Like they're really sick, and I think eight guys missed practice the other day with uh, with lot. the flu. So I mean, and one of them was Stephon Gilmore. So this this uh, could become a pretty decent game or a competitive game if a lot of those guys miss mm. miss uh, miss the Sunday nighter because of the flu. But 
yeah, the offense has just looked bad. Yeah. Like, they can't get anything going on the ground with Tony Michelle, Rex Burkhead, James White's not a runner. Damien Harris is, I don't, they don't, just don't seem to like using him at all. How many carries does he have this year? Uh, can't be more than 10. Like, he's, they just, they, they've scratched him a lot this year. What did they draft him with? Though? Was that third rounder or was it way later? Fifth I think round? it was like fourth or fifth. But yeah, no, they haven't used him a lot, which I didn't expect them to, but I thought they would have started using him maybe a little bit more once they realized Sony Michelle sure. wasn't getting anything going on the ground. Uh, but it's just tough because they had started off the year with a bunch of decent receiving options. You had Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, Demarius Thomas, and you, you, you thought Antonio Brown at one point, but now all those guys sure. are gone except for Julian Edelman. And then you lost Philip Dorsett last week as well. Jacoby Myers, Jacoby Myers actually has actually looked pretty decent for an undrafted uh, for an undrafted rookie. He's put up a couple nice games when they've thrown him in there. So I thought I think they should start using those guys more. Yeah, <laughs> start using Myers and start using Harry a bit more, but. Yeah, the offense has looked really bad, and I think you're kind of seeing that Tom Brady's not looking very good anymore. <laughs> no, and I think we all figured that, yeah. right? But I think this game isn't actually going to be that exciting. I think it's going to be low scoring because Deshaun Watson against good defenses. Yeah. We saw it against Baltimore. He was really bad. Maybe it helps that it's in Houston, mm-hmm. but I, I, to me, I, I think you know New England's going to steal this game, and they just figure out ways to do it on the road too. Yeah. I in the only way that Deshaun and uh, I think it was Nick Wright mentioned this uh, of Fox Sports said Deshaun Watson's best part of his game is the deep ball. We've mm-hmm. seen it to Will Fuller, we've seen it to New Hopkins, and New England's really good at covering that. Yeah. So I I, I think I'll, I'll you know I'm going to say New England. I think it might go all the way around as well, unless Jeff's going to go off the board and say no. I, I don't see it either. And it, like you guys said, right? Like they've looked bad against a couple really decent defenses, especially ones with good safeties like the Colts and a couple others and so on. And I think you know Lamar Jack, excuse me, Deshaun Watson has had like you know these great stretches this year, but he's kind of starting to get a little bit patchier. He's starting sure. to slow down a little bit. So I, I got to take the New England Patriots. No, I just want to. Figure out this. We know Stephon Gilmore is the best corner in football. Amari Cooper was that last week. Had zero catches. Yeah. I, I remember I put $10 on the line with uh, David saying Odell Beckham Jr. wouldn't get 50 yards. I think he had 52 yards or something. Against DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receivers wild, in football. Yeah. This is going to be a terrific mm-hmm. matchup if Gilmore is in it with the flu, which would absolutely yeah. suck. He, had a li- he practiced limited l- yesterday. I didn't check today, but he practiced yesterday. What will DeAndre Hopkins' stat line be against Gilmore? I mean, Gilmore's gone three straight weeks without allowing a catch. That's pretty insane. I'm not going to say uh, Hopkins has no catches, but against I think against against when he when he's lined up against Gilmore, I had three catches, forty five yards. That's why I was going to say something similar too. But yeah, I was going to say like maybe like four catches and like maybe sixty something yards. And maybe gets one nice catch. You know, Gilmore slows up a little bit. It's it's hard to imagine even like as good a corner Stephen yeah. Gilmore's that that Hopkins doesn't get something right. Yeah. I'm going to say five catches, 32 yards. I think he's going to get a lot of quick slants, hooks, where they're just going to try and get him involved, yeah. and Gilmore's going to be there to bring him down. The he's, tough part will be he's with... so damn good, isn't yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just unbelievable. The tough part will be uh, Houston's O-line trying to hold up against the Pats to oh like front seven. That they, mm-hmm. And they played really well this year. Something I didn't expect. Either way, obviously, this is going to be a huge game for Houston, too. You have Colts and Titans squaring mm-hmm. off. Whoever wins that game moves to seven wins and will be, you know, if Houston loses, tied mm-hmm. for the division. I don't know. I like it, it's pretty wild down the stretch. Let's see who Houston has because I think we all figured Houston's going to lose the game, um, just because obviously the Patri- uh, Patriots are so good. You're going to have Broncos. Let's say Texans win that. They have the Titans twice. If Titans win this game against um, Indianapolis, and I think they do, mm-hmm. that's going to be wild down the stretch. Texans Titans two yeah. games in the last three weeks. Yeah, they'll, they'll, oh. essentially two playoff games. 
Yeah, that's going to be huge. And Titans have always had a pretty good defense over the last couple of years. Yeah. It's just their offense, which has struggled. And now they're rocking and rolling with a guy named Ryan Tannehill. Ryan better than Josh Allen Tannehill. Supposedly. All right, <laughs> let's move on to the Monday Nighter. Um, you guys can you know get it started with everything because uh, you know which way I'm going to go. Vikings-Seahawks. This game happened <laughs> last year, and the Seahawks won 21-7. you go Vikings on this one? Well, just, you know, you know, hear me out. Uh, <laughs> Kirk had a fumble and 13 incompletions, just over 200 yards. And the Vikings defense was actually quite good in this game. It was just the offense was absolutely terrible, and it sucked a lot. Uh, it's in Seattle, again, which doesn't make sense because they played in Seattle last year, too. So why don't you go in Minnesota, whatever NFL, whoever makes the schedule. Um, Jeff, expectations for this game. Do you think Russell Wilson's just going to absolutely terrorize the Vikings? No, because I think I think I think you guys are, are gonna keep the ball on the ground a lot, and I think it's. It, I mean, it's how, how many t- how many times a year can you really slow down Dalvin Cook this year? It doesn't seem like you can slow him down that much. I still think I still think the Seattle Seahawks will win, but I just think that uh, I, I don't think he's gonna rip up the score sheet or anything like that. I don't think he scores like I don't think he gets three touchdowns on in this one. So let's say if Russell Wilson doesn't have you know, three or four touchdowns and he has an okay game, Lamar goes off. It's locked in. Lamar wins MVP. I think it already is. You think it's already locked I, up? I think it already is. I think there's the hype. The hype behind Lamar is so strong right now. Okay. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah, and no, it, I mean, it does, even if he just puts up some mediocre games the rest of the way, as long as he has some highlights. I, oh, I really. I think a lot of it is that he has. A, he just has a ton of highlights, and and people and that no, helps. And he, people obviously. people notice him a lot more than Russell Wilson right now because he just has these insane runs, these crazy passes. He's sure. He like just he seems like a more fun personality. Not even seems like he probably is a more fun personality. And it just it, I think just the narrative right now is way behind Lamar. So what if the numbers go all the way down the board? Obviously Lamar is I think three more total touchdowns than Russ does. Mm-hmm. So if Lamar struggles a little bit and Russ continues the way he's been playing most of the year, Russ is going to probably have more yards, more passing touchdowns, better completion percentage, better quarterback rating. Yeah, what's Lamar going to have over him? Rushing touchdowns and rushing yards. Pretty and much, highlights, yeah. highlights. And I, highlights. I, I, I think. So, so you think it's locked up? Do you think it's locked up too? No, I, this whole year has been so up and down with MVPs. Yeah. Like you know, there's Cook, there's McCaffrey, there's Watson, there's Mahomes. It's it's. Re- I think it's coming down to the wire in this one, and I think sure. it's really it like it's always about narrative. It's always about how well they're doing with their yeah. team. I think. Um, I'll say this. You know what? The if Lamar gets you know the Patriots and the Niners. I think that that would be a big, big one for for him. Yeah. In, in this, yeah, that was almost an MVP statement last week when he had the yeah. five touchdowns against the Rams. So yeah, if he does something like that again, I don't think it will certainly be locked up. Uh, Seahawks Vikings. Are you taking the Seahawks? And do you think you know Russ is going to go off? Or yeah, you... I disagree with Jeff a little bit. I I think the pa- I think the Vikings pass defense is going to struggle a little bit, especially sure. against Tyler Lockett. I don't really know. Who, I, I, you can tell me if someone who's going to cover Tyler Lockett in this one would it be Waynes. I think they'll actually and no, I think Xavier Rhodes is too like and I know Waynes has played better. I think Xavier Rhodes is gonna shadow him and you gotta get some help over the top, whether that's Anthony Harris or Harrison Smith. Um how comfortable is Rhodes in the slot? Because I know they, they line up Lockett there a ton. Yeah, not not very comfortable. Yeah. So and, and at that point that's when you're gonna have to bring someone to you know, Eric Kendrickson coverage has been the best uh, linebacker in football. So if you can have Lockett, and obviously way more athletic than Kendricks, mm-hmm. at least Kendricks to bump him and slow him down, right. and then you get the help, mm-hmm. that that might um, kind of slow him down a little bit. But no, this past defense has been so disappointing all year. I could, I could, I can see three touchdowns from Russell Wilson for sure. I think maybe I, I think it, I think it might be a, like a more high scoring game than we think it's going to be because mm. like, I think both the Seahawks and uh, Vikings traditionally been known as like more defense heavy teams. Yep. But I think that this season both defenses have struggled a little bit. The Seahawks defense isn't as strong as it used to, as it traditionally has been. 
So I could definitely see Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson having like relatively big games. Well, I was going to say, oh, I hope it's actually crappy weather. That almost helps out Seattle too, because yeah. Russ can then use his legs, which yeah. we haven't seen a lot of this and like year. Using Carson a lot, and Chris Carson's a very physical runner. Not, sure. not that, not that, not that he's better than Dalvin Cook or anything. Dalvin Cook yeah. obviously that would benefit Cook as well, but Cook helps more in the screen game as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm going to make it a hat trick. I I just can't see Minnesota going into hey, Seattle, there we go. and it, it sucks. But hey, I. I you know, they lost to Chicago earlier this year. That one hurt. I really think they should have beaten Matt Moore and the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. It, it, this is just, just going to be a tough game. I would love to see Kirk it, just at least have a good game and maybe the defense stink it up. Not Obviously, I don't wish this upon any, <laughs> anything, but Seattle's really good. We've said they're one of the best teams in football. If Kirk has a good game, they lose in a close one. The notion hopefully slows down. Oh, Kirk can't win the big ones. He played his heart out. He played yeah. phenomenal. If it's the defense that struggles and Russ goes crazy, all right. But, it, it, man, it, it is really going to sting, and that will put the Vikings in a tailspin if Kirk is awful yeah. on Monday night. That will really hurt. Let's move on. No winners and losers this week, obviously, because you know we had three games on Thursday, and Sunday's going to be a little pretty wild. David's not even here. Let's go studs, studs, sleepers. Uh, Jeff, get me started with a stud. Who's going to tear it up on Sunday? Well, anybody who's facing the Miami Dolphins has to be one of your studs, so I'll go with Miles Sanders to rip it up Ooh, over there. And nice. I think I think especially because Carson was just playing so god-off. I think, you know, Peter Peters is a – sorry, excuse me. Uh, Doug Peterson's a smart enough coach to, know just hand the ball off to him. And I think Jordan Howard's been a little banged up recently. Miles yeah. Sanders, yeah, good choice. Uh, we just talked about the game, so I'm going to say Tyler Lockett against the uh, Vikings' past events. I still don't. I don't think they have anybody who can really take advantage and like kind of cover him. So I think he's, his speed is going to be too much for them. I think he's had a nice night. Nice. I'm going to go another uh, quick receiver in the NFC uh, West. I'm going to go Brandon Cooks uh, against Arizona. I, Arizona's you know, they need a bounce back game, and I don't think they're going to get too much from Gurley. I think Goff needs to prove that he's actually an okay quarterback, mm-hmm. and I think Cooks is going to be the ideal target in the, that one against Arizona. I'll get a serve with a dud. Love the guy. Love him to death. I have him like three fantasy leagues. Mark Andrews. Going against San Francisco, that's, they are number one covering a tight end, and they are the number one pass defense in football. We've already mentioned Baltimore is going to go smash mouth and keep it on the ground. Mark Andrews might struggle. Look for another tight end to maybe help you out in any other game. If Dallas Goddard's available, definitely go him against Miami. Don't go Mark Andrews. Who do you got as a dud? Uh, I got the guy that I actually sat this week in fantasy, and we talked about already, Deshaun Watson. I just think mm. he's, he's going to have a rough game. I don't think he's reaching over 200 yards passing. Mm. Yeah, you know, that deep pass defense is unbelievable, and it'd be a shame. Love Deshaun, but yeah, I think he'll struggle a little bit too. Who do you got for a dud? Talked about this game too. Uh, Mark Ingram against the 49ers. I think they're going to, I think the 49ers defense, run defense is going to kind of slow him down a little bit. They haven't mm. allowed a ton of fantasy points running backs this year. So I think they're going to have, a, I think they're going to be able to key in on Mark Ingram a little bit. Okay. All right. Now go for a sleeper. Sleeper, uh, Devontae Parker against the oh, terrible, geez, eh? terrible. Philadelphia Eagles secondary. Yeah, really he actually bad. put up some pretty decent numbers these past few weeks, even uh, especially since Preston Williams went down. So I think he has a pretty good week against the Eagles, especially if they're playing from behind, which uh, they probably will be. About Miami, I like the pick. Where does Josh Rosen go from here? I, is, does he get another starting job <sighs> I again? I don't think so. I think I, and it sucks. Yeah, I loved him coming too. out of that draft. Me too. I Yeah, it, it just seems like he got put in two terrible situations. Yeah. And just awful for him because he never really got any support around him. You know what would be an ideal spot? Buffalo. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say Chicago and bring him in as a backup. <laughs> I said, hey, if Trubisky keeps struggling, why not bring a guy who has that talent 
and it see what he can do. better than Mitch Trubisky. You're right. <laughs> All righty. Give me a sleeper, Jeff. Uh, my sleeper is A.J. Brown. He just went off for over 135 yards, and I just think that he's going to continue that. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's coming up against the Indianapolis Colts, but, you know, he just always surprises me. So and I just love him. I love him coming out of the draft. So give me A.J. Brown. And the Colts, for some reason, decided to single-cover DeAndre Hopkins on, I don't know how many times, on last Thursday. That was getting ugly. You don't have Stephon Gilmore. That's not going to work. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to go sleeper. I'm actually going to go a Baltimore running back who is obviously not marking him. I'm going to go Gus Edwards. He had 14 carries uh, in that win against uh, the Rams. He's only 13% in the leagues. They just like using him a lot. We've already mm. mentioned how many times they're going to go run style. You can't go Mark every single time. You can't go Lamar every single time. Get Gus Edwards in there a little bit. Justice Hill. I love Justice Hill. I'd love to see him get a few more carries and touches. Don't think it's going to happen. No. Gus Edwards, I like uh, getting more than 12 touches. Guys, that is pick six. David will be back next week. Have fun watching all the Sunday games. Vikings, they might steal one on Monday, even though I said Seahawks, but I'd love to see Kirk play well.